You're a wizard, Harry. Book Club for the Chamber of Secrets with Sarah Tompkins, Vijaya Shreshta, and I'm Michael DeMauro. This week we discuss Chapter 10 of the Chamber of Secrets, The Rogue Bludger. We do a little monster talk, and the battle for the Quizich Cup continues. Hey, who's ready for some more Quizich Cup? Me. I, that's I, who's I ready. I uh, we're uh, it's we we're quizzing each other for points, like we do every week. I feel like we're in a rut. Do you guys feel like we're in a rut? Do you guys just want to stop doing this? Um, you know I what? Think I'm in a rut. I can't can't stop, won't stop. All right, let's keep doing. It. Are um, you? Wait, are you're not even losing, Michael? I'm. I second place is losing, Sarah. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I'm I'm nothing. <laughs> oh no! Come on! Come on! Come on! Uh, hey everybody. Hmm. Which one should I ask? I've got all these questions, and I just don't know which one I want to ask you. Um. What would Gilderoy Lockhart's ideal birthday gift be? Apparently, uh, Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe, you're right. <laughs> Uh, world peace. N- no. I was a I was just trying. Pair of trousers. I don't know. Um, it's harmony between magic and non-magic people. Oh, he. Oh, is- come on! World peace is so close. Nah. Oh. Okay, fine, whatever. Conceptually, I mean, it's conceptually fairly close, but. God, it's not like everyone it's listening. Not like just a, think about this. Just remember this moment right now. When Sarah loses by a half point. Yeah, if I lose by half point, I am haunting you. Because <laughs> you die if you lose by half point. It'll be a hundred years from now when I die at the ripe age of one hundred and twenty-eight. I'm gonna haunt the heck out of your. That's fair. Corpse. That is fair. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. So my turn. Yeah. Um. Uh, According to Ron, everyone who read what book spoke in limericks for the rest of their lives? Sorry, this is a hard question. Yeah, this is hard. Um, and I, I heard him say it today. Mm, there uh, once was a man from Nantucket. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah. Uh, some Irish wizards thing. <laughs> no. It's pretty close. Uh, I don't know what kind of uh, wizard wrote it, but it's called Sonnets of a Sorcerer. Sonnets of the Sorcerer. He's I think that would be kind of fun. I don't know. I'd make a living out of it. There once was a girl named Bungie. <laughs> she. She was kind of spongy. She <laughs> took a nope. nice bath with a spongy. Nope, that's not going to go good nope. places. Nope. Okay. Ready? Ready, mm-hmm. ready, ready, ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How long. Does it take 
for Polyjuice Potion to brew. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. 21 days. Nope. Shit. A fortnight. Also nope. It is a month. Um, is it a month? It is a month. Hmm. All right, then. Well, okay. everybody, none of us got points. <laughs> that was that was a really exciting round for everybody listening. They're like, this sucks. Everyone like, is terrible. They're all pulling out the ridiculously hard questions. Because now, we, now we're trying to up the ante. I know. Jesus. I can't, okay. just can't just give them away. All right, everybody. We'll see you back next week. Uh, let's, we'll see if somebody can answer something right. Chapter 10, The Rogue Bludger. Guys, you remember that last time uh, when Lockhart tried to lock up all those pixies and he failed real hard? Yes. Yeah. Well, he like has lost confidence or something. Well, not confidence. He just doesn't want to fail again in front of people. So, so openly. So his classes have gotten a little boring. He Aww. does a lot of reenactments. Hmm. Um, to show <laughs> all the accomplishments from his past. And when he does this, he usually picks Harry to be, like, the other side. Like, he, Lockhart himself plays himself, and of then course. Harry's the one that he's defeating. So he Harry's, like, the werewolf and the banshee and la 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 and the stupid villager. So they really need to get the uh, book that has the poly- polyjuice potion recipe out of the restricted section. So mm-hmm. who el- who better to get them get to sign the permission slip than Lockhart? Because as Ron says, he will sign anything if you stand still enough. <laughs> so <laughs> one day they just like uh, wait until class is over, and Hermione's like, "Oh my god, um, I really need, I really wanna." Uh, get this book out of the library. I think it'll really help me understand how you did blah, blah. And he's so flattered that he doesn't even look at what book he wants, she wants. He just signs it. Doesn't and care. Doesn't even care. And he also tells Harry that he was a seeker <laughs> when he played Quidditch. And, you know, he was asked to be on the national team, but of he course. chose, he chose, um, academics and, you know, to devote his life to defeating oh. the dark arts. Instead. Oh, yes. <laughs> the, uh, I'm holier than thou argument. <laughs> uh, so they go to the library. They show the permission slip to Madame Pins, who is suspicious, obviously, because who are these second years that are getting this book out of the library? But the permission slip seems authentic enough, so she lets them get the book. And they take it, go to the Mo- go to Moaning Myrtle's bathroom, and there, eh, while they're looking at most potent potables... Uh, oh, wait, that's not... <laughs> I told you I most potent potions. I do that all the time. Most oh yeah. I'll take I'll take I'll <laughs> take potent potent most potent potables for one hundred, Alex. In <laughs> they go back to Mo- moaning Myrtle's bathroom, and they're in most potent potions, <laughs> potables. Uh, Hermione realizes this is the most complicated potion she's ever seen. What? They need so many supplies. 
most of which they can get in the student cupboards, but a little bit that they can't. Uh-oh. And one of the ingredients they need is a bit of whomever they're changing in. Oh, gross. And Ronnie's like, dude, I'm not drinking anything with toenail clippings in it, okay? Just no toenail clippings, which I get it. Um, also, the potion is going to take about a month to brew. So, Saturday morning rolls around, and it's Quidditch, Quidditch time between Gryffindor and Slytherin. Um, Harry wants to beat Slytherin really badly, but probably not as badly as Oliver Wood wants to beat Slytherin. He's so intense about winning, no pressure on Harry or anything. So, the match starts, and it's pretty clear that someone has tampered with one of the bludgers. Oh. It just keeps mm, coming after good. Harry, and only Harry. And, Maybe it's uh, Snape again. And not only that, thanks to Slytherin's better brooms, they are winning like 60 to nothing. So the Gryffindors call a timeout, and Harry's like, look, dudes, Fred and George trying to beat the bludgers away from me. If they keep hovering around me, I'm never going to catch a snitch. So just worry about the game. I'll do whatever it needs. And Wood's like, totally get it. We need to de- beat Slytherin. Harry can deal with the bludger on his own. You know, hey parents, if you think your school is endangering a kid with Quidditch, call me. I'll sue them. Brzee is <laughs> uh, <laughs> not he, not giving this one up. Oh, it's it's a, it's a bit I'm doing. So Harry starts flying all kinds of crazy ways to lose the bludger, and Malfoy is like, ah, I can't believe it. Are you in the ballet? And he's so intent on making fun of Harry that he doesn't notice that the snitch is right above his ear. Oh, what a ding-dong. And Harry's like, (gasps) it's right above his ear, but he stops for a little bit too long, and the bludger hits him right in the elbow and breaks his arm. So he's in pain. But he still, he flies straight towards Malfoy, who thinks Harry's attacking him. Uh, Harry catches the snitch with his remaining arm while gripping the broom with just his legs. And Gryffindor wins! What? Man, he's got, he's, got, he's got some thigh strength. I need to be with him on leg day. <laughs> no, he does not skip leg day. Um, so he gets to the ground and faints. And when he comes to, he sees Lockhart standing over him. Offering to mend his arm, and Harry's like, no, 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 no not you, no, no, you. thank you, nope. And Lockhart's like, be quiet, I know what I'm doing. But instead of mending it, he removes all his bones. Well, I guess his arm's not broken, but you know, he also like uh, in the movie, I think someone says, uh, his arm's not broken. He doesn't have any bones or something. <laughs> Yeah, so no, nothing, finally, nothing is broken at all, in fact, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they take him to Madame, uh, the hospital wing, and Madame Pomfrey is not happy about it. Apparently, regrowing bones is harder than mending them and real painful. So, Harry takes a swig of Skelligro, and Madame Pomfrey uh, shoes all of his friends away, and he goes to sleep. But at later that night, Harry wakes up in the middle of the night because it feels like he has hundreds of splinters in his arm, which sounds terrible. No, thank you. And that's what he thinks woke him up, but it wasn't. It was Dobby sponging his forehead. Wait, Dobby Dobby was there? Wait, was Dobby sponging his own forehead or was Dobby sponging Harry's forehead? Harry's forehead. Oh my god, Dobby. 
creepy, Dobby. Come on. So Dobby's like, oh my god, I thought that when I barricaded the entrance to Hogwarts Express, <gasps> you wouldn't go Wait, back what? to play school. Wait, yeah, repeat it that? Was Dobby. Go back. It was Dobby that barricaded the entrance to the Jesus Hogwarts Express. Jesus Christ, Dobby. God. Guess what he? D- what else he did? What else did he do? Uh, Surely he nothing rigged. that significant. He rigged the dang bludger. So uh, Harry wouldn't oh my get God, hurt that was him. Enough. I thought it was. I thought it was Snape for sure. He wanted Harry to get hurt enough to be sent home, but not killed. But like Dobby, how could you? How could you be certain that he wouldn't get like hit in the head instead? You know, you don't know. He doesn't. Anyway, so Dobby wants Harry to be safe because he me Harry means a lot to magical beings like house elves because house elves. Um, were treated like shit when Voldemort was uh, at his highest of the powers, and uh, he defeated Voldemort, and he shines like a beacon of light to those who thought the dark days would never end. But then you know, he can he can reduce yeah. the shine if he gets like a a really good foundation. It'll just take that shine yes. right away. <laughs> just those blotting papers. Um, then just remember Dobby that, Harry. Let slip. Dobby let slip that the Chamber of, Se- of Secrets ha- has been opened again. What? what? Again? But he doesn't say when it was opened before, who did it, what happened. Ugh. Wait, how does, but how does he know it's been opened? Who even knows? Maybe from the magical family he belongs to. But oh, then man. they hear people approaching, so Dobby disapparates. And then it's Dumbledore and McGonagall that come in to the hospital wing with another victim. Colin Creevy. Oh, How did Harry get this one? He must have snuck <laughs> out, of the, out of the hospital Is wing. It, it was a fugue state. We didn't even know. So Colin was, they think that Colin was sneaking out to visit Harry, and he had been petrified through his camera. They try to see if Colin managed to get a picture of the monster, but when they try to open the back of the camera, a jet of steam comes out. Yikes. Cool. And and then McGonagall's like, what did this mean, Dumbledore? Albus. And Dumbledore says, the Chamber of Secrets has been opened again. But the question isn't who... But how? <gasps> da, da, da. Bum, bum, but also, bum. but also, but also, I'd like to know who. Yeah, who would be actually really helpful? Yeah, um, that'd, so, that'd be really helpful a lot. Then some of the new things we learned this chapter was we learned that pillowcase that the that Dobby wears is the mark of a house elf enslavement, and that Aww. house elves Aww. are freed only when their masters present them with clothing. Their masters are careful to not even give them a sock. It seems like it would be a pain in the ass to get them to do laundry. I know. Well, I think they, like, physically have to hand it to them instead of just being like, go do laundry. I guess. Um, That's a very, I feel like that's a very West, that's a very, like, sort of, uh, sort of more Westernized view of things that clothing makes you civilized or something. Anyway. Uh, um, the other new thing is Skelligro, and I guess kind of is this the first time uh, magical medicine is mentioned? Mm. 
Did they I, did they talk I, about the pepper up potion before? Or is that I was gonna say pep up, pepper up potion or whatever. I don't know. I don't they've, they've, been in, they've been in. They've been with Madame Pomfrey many times before. Um, I feel right, like they must have done something. I feel like Skelligro was the first time. That's like, I feel like that's the, the first. Potion. Yeah, it's like the first like sort of like old timey Carol potion sort of thing. Yeah, it's the first name brand potion. Yeah. Uh, we also learned that cameras used to open and have film in them. <laughs> yeah. What? Is <laughs> that a is that a wizard is that a wizard thing? Yeah. <laughs> Man, wizarding world is I, weird. I thought about that while I was reading the book, and I was like, "Why is he opening the bag?" I was like, "Oh, because that's film in it. Because cameras use that films in it." <laughs> I mean, which was uh, a thing when even when I was a teenager. So I don't know why I was right. so surprised, and I completely forgot about it. But anyway, yeah, like when he, he would have ruined the film anyway, right, dummy? Because yeah. yeah, if you open it up in the light, but but it was, maybe it was dark enough in the hallway. I don't know. It seemed like it was it nighttime. It was, yeah, it was, I think they only had or maybe, light. Or maybe whatever happened to it, like, blew it open, you know? Like, it was so powerful. No, it's like, it's <laughs> it specifically says that Dumbledore opened the back of the camera. Oh. Well, you're dumb, yeah. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Um, Dumbledore. Hey, guys, I have a question for you. Like, two. Sure. What? Okay. What are they? Does Dobby liberally use commands to leave the Malfoy Manor just like Creature did in book five? Like, how much free will does a house elf have to leave the house? Because remember, Creature would be like, or Sirius would be like, get out of my sight or get out of here or whatever. And then Creature would be like, okay, and would leave to go see Narcissa or Bellatrix. Right. Um, is Dobby doing the same thing to leave the Malfoy Manor to come see Harry, or is he doing that I out of his free will and then like I think he's, himself for that later? I I think the latter. I think he's doing it out of his own free will, but like it, like I don't think that there's like anything physical that that like really compels them. Hold I don't on. think they like have to. Like I don't think it's like a. It's an actual cause and reaction. It's more like they are just so deeply ingrained into answering their masters that they will do whatever the master asks. I don't think that mm-hmm. it's... I don't. I think that Dobby's like, I'm going to go do this, and then he's like, I have to punish myself because they did this. Yeah. I think it's the latter, right. not the former. But there's the whole, like, you know, the magic of ha- being handed a piece of clothing, too, though, right? Like, that's, that's, that's true. binding that's true. in some way. But maybe so, it's like a contract. I don't know. Don't but how would okay? So then I, I guess okay, okay. Then I then I think you're right though. You're right. There's like a sort of magic thing about that. So how does Dobby then sort of fight that? How does he go against magic? Is it just because he's so good and pure or something that he can he he's able to do that? Uh, he's definitely. And we find out later he's definitely different, weird, <laughs> and like not a normal house elf. So, so I don't know. Maybe there's something special about him that lets him kind yeah. of break, bend the rules a little bit. I do agree okay, that I okay. don't think he's using the same like commands liberally like Creature did. But at the same time, like, yeah, I mean, Creature and Winky seem more binded, more bound than Dobby does. But maybe Malfoys are just so arrogant that they don't think they need enchantments, strong enchantments to keep Dobby at the house and 
Or maybe Dobby is way stronger than the Malfoy's enchantments. I like oh. to believe that more. Or maybe Dobby is so annoying that they're constantly like, Dobby, get out of here. <laughs> oh, and he's like, Dobby okay. Dobby not annoying, you annoying. I think that, yeah, that's my that's my only question, really. Other than, like, why, what, what are they doing to cure, is there a magical cure for, like, concussions and sports injuries? Which I'm sure there are. But uh, would magical cures for concussions um, also alleviate um, the Quidditch players from having brain damage later? <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah, do they have do they have that that horrible disease that that NFL players seem to get? I don't know. I don't know. I know. I would think I would like to think so. I would like to think that once if they have a concussion and my Madame Pomfrey like um, puts a smell on spell on them or makes them drink like concussionoid or something. I don't know. Um, that their brain cells regenerate and it becomes new again. Or hopefully. I think magic is probably way better. (laughs) Yeah, concussion off. (laughs) All right, well, thank you. Thank you, Bajaya. You're welcome, Michael and Sarah, for my hard work. That's great. Hey, hey, pals, uh, who wants to talk about monsters? Not me, I'm scared! Yeah, heck yeah, I like monsters. Uh, there is something petrifying. There's something petrifying everyone in Hogwarts. And I don't know what it is. We, last episode, we had a caller call in, uh... To tell, to give us their theories on who released this monster, but they didn't talk about who the monster was, what the monster is. So I think we should uh, maybe Speculate. just throw some theories. Yeah. What, ki- what kind of monsters could it be? What What could it be, really? It can't be a puppy because puppies aren't monsters. Um, I mean, I think the fr- the most obvious thing is that maybe it's um. It's a Medusa. Is it possibly a Medusa? Seem, uh, do, you, do you mean a Gorgon? Um, I was thinking maybe Medusa. Maybe this Medusa, a Medusa was at a party with a Dracula. And, uh, <laughs> and a Frankenstein. And a Frankenstein came up to them. And a Frankenstein. And, uh, <laughs> and of course, uh, knowledge is knowing that Frankenstein is the doctor, but wisdom is knowing that Wait. tomato <laughs> is a vegetable. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. Uh, anyway, anyway uh, yes. Medusa. Uh, Medusa is a as uh, a gorgon, as mentioned maybe, by Sarah. But maybe it is. Maybe it is actually just Medusa. Maybe she's just hanging up in well, there. I mean, it could just be her head. Maybe the heir of Slytherin is Perseus, and he. Uh, <gasps> He has chopped off her head and taken it to because because that shit still works even when even once their head is off. Yeah, heck yeah, it does. Uh, so maybe, I don't even know what the, how that works. I, she's so ugly Aww. that you turn into stone. 
Yeah. Did you know? Did you she know just that she has a head, head full of snakes? So how yeah. Is that that, ugly? Did you know that um, that her head full of snakes is her her defining physical <laughs> attribute? Um, but her ability to turn people into stone by looking at them is a power. It's really amazing. Well, it's not a power. She's just so ugly that people turn to stone and they look at her. So you know, she was just born like that, and that's not a power. Anyway, <laughs> guys, I'm just a neutral, neutral party pleading to you two to love each other again. <laughs> <laughs> this is not. This is not it's, over. It's I say, it's not even remotely over. I like Until that. <laughs> one of you crosses me, and then it's all over. Uh, just for those playing along at home, uh, Sarah and I are still arguing about the stupid <laughs> Phoenix thing from several yeah, episodes I'm ago. I'm so tired of it. You... They talk about it every freaking day. Despite the fact that Pottermore completely backs me up. Anyway. But wait, um, okay, but so why? Uh, but first of all, Pottermore is written by some weird capitalist scholastic people. Probably a scholastic intern. But anyway, Perseus is a hero. So I'm kind of doubting that Perseus would just like be the heir of Slytherin and holding Medusa's head and using her, holding her physical attributes of snakes and using her power of turning people to stone. And, and it's really stone, right? right? Not really petrification. Yeah, it is turning them to stone. So that that kind of throws a, a, a wrench in the works. It could be one of her sisters, too. Fenno or right? Uriel. Yeah, they're all they're all Gorgons. They're actually did you guys know that they were immortal? Uh for what? some reason Medusa's not. Yeah. Wait, how come Medusa's not immortal? I mean, I'm sure there's probably some weird mythology behind it, but because she didn't, Medusa used to be a god, but then she like they punished her, and that's why she became like that. I, I don't. I have no idea. Oh man, uh, somebody's I, I gonna. Somebody's just, definitely gonna tell us. I can't remember my Greek. I think body. they wrote the Perseus story, and then they were like, "Oh shit, we fucked this up." Uh, there's definitely a big <laughs> plot hole here. Let's go back and say that she isn't immortal. For some oh, reason. Oh, god damn it. We need to work on this. And that is always why you have an editor. Guys, always. Yeah. So, uh, Bajai, do you have any do you have any theories about, about what's going on? Who's doing what? I maybe thinks think it's a cockatrice. What? Isn't that's that's how you pronounce it, right? Um I say I think you're I think Cock- you're right. I always say cockatrice. 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 Oh, I say cockatrice, okay, like Patrice. There's, there, there's okay, well, a, we all say it different. That's great. There are three different, um, three different oh. camps there. I like that. We cover yeah. all the bases. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, yeah, I think it's that. It you get turned into stone when you look at it, right, or something. So wait, could, um, you, could you tell us what a cockatrice is or cockatrice, or? I'm going to defer to Michael because he's the mythology expert in your wizard Harry. Well, I mean, he's not he's not an expert because he doesn't know a lot about phoenixes. But uh, <laughs> I, I, my theory is, is that you actually Phoenix don't side. even know that you actually didn't even know that phoenixes were reborn, and okay. you're just trying to let's, you're embarrassed and you're trying to cover for yourself. Let's not have this devolve into a, the phoenix stupid argument again. It's not like you know. It's not like it's just amazing it's not, that she could be so wrong and stick with it. I know it's, it's not like Sarah was knowingly and willingly. Oh, guys, guys, being guys, 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 guys! Can, t- can I tell you something right now? I don't remember who got this one right, but it wasn't me. Ready? 
cockatrice. Do you hear that? Hmm. Oh, that was a uh, Michael, Cock- right? Cockatrice. It is a Co- cockatrice. Oh, wait. Was you it say you? Uh, potato, I say cockatrice. <laughs> so it was Bajai who got it right then. Oh, I did? did. What did you say? Or did or did no one get it right? Cockatrice. I said cockatrice. He said cockatrice. I said cockatrice. And he said cockatrice. Oh. So I think you're right. I thought that. Michael got it right, but whatever. Uh, so, okay. So in D&D, they turn people into stone. Uh, in, according to Wikipedia, they kill people when they look at them. Oh, not good. How, what, so. it, what is a cockatrice? It's basically a, it's basically a very evil chicken. Oh, no. Hmm. It's a very evil chicken. Which is crazy, which is crazy because chickens are really evil already. Right, it's an even more evil chicken. They're delicious, but evil. Have you ever looked into their eyes? They're dead inside. So the more evil they are, are they more delicious? They could be. So and 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 I remember I seem to remember something about um like a house or something with a cockatrice. Uh yeah. So okay. So they're they're uh, essentially a two-legged dragon or serpent-like creature with a Mm. cock's head. Yep. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, I don't like the way you pronounce that. <laughs> Enunciated that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, well. where's their? Where does it say where they're? Okay. Um, when? Wait, where does it say? I distracted Michael with my with my cock talk. My cock talk. My cock cock cock. Cock Basically, the the how they I, I can't find it where it says it here, but. How they um how they how they are made is when if a cock lays an egg, like a okay. like a male chicken lays an egg, and then That's oh here bad. we go sorry, it's the product of an egg laid by a cock, a male chicken, and incubated by a toad. <laughs> Man, so it, what kind of what kind of weird relationship is that? Although no judgment, I don't can can roosters lay eggs. Um, they can't. That's why it's so special. Is this a philosophical uh, question? But also, but then you have to like throw the egg over a house or something, right? Um, I don't what? know. Oh yeah. Okay. So if you want, okay. So if uh, if if one of these eggs happens, uh, what you have to do if you want to get if you want to stop yourself? What you have to do if it if it if that happens is uh, if you, you gotta you gotta take the egg. Which is a yolkless okay. egg. Oh my god! Um, oh, that seems that. mysterious. And you have to, th- you have to toss it over your family's house. Okay. Oh. And it has to land on the other side of the house without hitting the house. <gasps> so okay, so theoretically, could we say that this happened at Hogwarts? Dumbledore threw it. It hit the side of the Hogwarts castle. And basilisk, or not Dumbledore? Yeah. Excuse me, Salazar Slytherin, or maybe maybe one of the other one of the other founders, right? I mean, it's yeah. I guess it would be Slytherin. Uh, there's no way anyone's thrown anything over that that castle. Okay. It's a very big castle. It is a very and, big castle, and not many wizards are, are athletic. Let's be That's honest. That's true. No one is athletic. They're all they're on brooms. That's lazy. Can you imagine Dumbledore trying to throw like a baseball? It would be it would be great. It would not be good. It would be it'd be real bad. So I don't know if you can use your wand or, you know, I mean. Mm, I don't know. That seems seems like a performance enhancing right. uh, wands. Okay, guys, so, I, have a th- I have a theory. Yeah, Sarah, tell us about yours. 
Okay. So, well, I mean, I have a couple, but um, I found this one. This seems like to have, like, it has a, like, a little bit of legs. Um, it is a kata, uh, ketoblepas. Ketoblepas. Bless I don't Please. know how to pronounce it. C-A-T-O-B-L-E-P-A-S. Ketobla. Whatever. So it's this, like, Ethiopian hmm. uh, wildebeest. Oh, so neat. there is an African wildebeest in the Chamber of Secrets. And it's like this like buffalo. So it's said to have like the body of a buffalo and the head of a wild boar. And it has like scales and crap. And like it's crazy. And if it looks at you or breathes on you, it can either turn you to stone or kill you. Whoa. Uh, yeah, even like even Plenty the Elder, excuse me, Plenty the Elder, if I'm going to pronounce it correctly, Plenty the Elder, who's like this like Roman who thought he knew like everything, he was all like, hey guys, there's this creature that's like kind of sluggish, so you'd have to be pretty slow, I guess, <laughs> to be attacked by it. Um, and he like always like has his head toward the ground, but if he looks at you, you're in trouble. And he says, uh, Plenty said he, uh, he thought its gaze, like that of a basilisk, whatever that is, was lethal, making the heaviness of its head quite fortunate. So, huh. uh, so it might be that, but I feel like that might be too lazy. I don't know. Like he huh. might, he might be too lazy of a creature, not too lazy of an explanation. Well, that know. could explain why he was been, you know, resting for fifty years. Yeah, he was just so tired, right? Right, could be. Um, see, that is a good point. The whole like death versus petrification thing because moaning myrtle died right she didn't get petrified that's right that's i mean and like and like some people are petrified but some people like a moaning myrtle are dead so that they're kind of like will, we will bases. learn why later because it's a cataplapas or whatever <laughs> any other ideas uh, anybody uh wikipedia says that there's something called a. Uh, let's see if i can say this uh, <laughs> Snuffleupagus. Is he Norwegian? Uh, it is uh, it, in Norse mythology. Oh, it is Norwegian. I was only a little it bit is kidding. A dusky elf or a black elf. Oh, oh that and, seems racist. Um, it, or, and, but it doesn't say anything in the rest of this article about turning shit to stone. Uh, yeah, so I don't figure know. out how, um, is it, how is it spelled? What? Savartalfar? Yeah. S V A R T A L F A R. Okay, guys, I got another one for you. Ready? What's up? Do it. I'm just gonna throw, I'm gonna throw this out there. Uh, Chupacabra. El Tubacabra. Apparently, Are we just naming? apparently, nope, nope. Apparently, it eat go it eats goats, but it's also uh-huh. known to freeze or kill people with its stare. But Whoa. you know, mythology is a little bit weird about that, and it's very like North American. So like, if this was happening happening at Elvermorty, like I'd be like, you know what, guys? Definitely Chupacabra. Definitely Chupacabra right now. Um. Okay. Wait. Sucker. Wait. What about? A weeping angel. I'm just saying. Oh. I know that they normally... That was one of the Transport you back in time, but what if it just, like, looked at you and killed you? Like, you don't want to look at a statue. 
It's a Doctor Who thing. All right. Okay. What okay. If, not that. Possibly. Okay. Could be. Uh, what if somebody is turning people into uh, Tolkien-esque trolls, and then in the morning when the sun rises, they're turning into stone? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, that's not oh, true that's, because... Um, that's true. Uh, Colin the trolls- came in at night. That's oh, true. Shit. That's true. He's I, I night. really, I thought my mind Myth was busted. Good. You just uh, I, what I about didn't see guys? Any what holes, about the but... what about the 1970s singing sensation ELO Electric Light Orchestra? They had a whole song about turning people to stone. I'm not kidding. This is a true story. I'm oh. just saying that Slytherin could have could have taken this 1970s awesome disco band and put them in his secret chamber. Um, and they could now be turning people to stone. It was prophecy. Mm. No, could be it there, prophecy. There is the basilisk. Let's let's. Uh, it is a, a a relative of the cockatrice. This sounds made up. Uh, it could be made up. Could definitely be. Are you gonna tell up. us more about it? Uh. Or not yet? Not really. I mean, yeah, not not at all because it's not a thing. Yeah, um, I was wondering if there was any crossover mythology, and then I was looking at this Wikipedia page, and it's bringing up, uh, <laughs> it's bringing up Harry Potter and Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> That's so, really weird. I wonder why yeah. that would happen. I don't know. Why don't doesn't know. this Bart Larfar? So can you can you can you quickly tell us about what that what thing? Vijay is still stuck on the racist elf, uh, the racist Norwegian elf. I, I am. Um, but um, well, Michael, in the meantime, uh, legendary, can you tell us about your next legendary reptile, the basilisk. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's reputed to be the king of serpents. Uh, Ooh. And it, Man, and it the, is said, the king cobra's got to be real mad. Yeah. Uh, it's said to have the power to cause death with a single glance. But these people are petrified. They're not right. dead, Michael. Right. It also says here that it's weak to phoenixes, and... Um, does it say that? No. That would be crazy. No, it doesn't say that. <laughs> I was totally believing you. <laughs> uh, it actually says his weakness is in the odor of the weasel, which oh, according, the to Pliny, according to Pliny, uh, if you throw a weasel in a basilisk's hole... Then I don't uh, want to know what is what hole he's talking about. <laughs> no, where oh my lives. god, wait, guys, 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 where guys. Lives. <laughs> <laughs> wait, you have to throw a weaselly at its hole? <laughs> oh my you god. have to cram a weasel into its cloaca. No. Oh, Ron, Ron, don't go in there. No, Ron. <laughs> he has to. He has to save the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> Get in there, Ron. What um, if maybe uh, what if it's what if it's why didn't Harry what if it's been, know why didn't Harry know that that's all he had to do? Uh, Guys, pl- plenty seems to be coming up. What if it's just plenty? What if plenty the elder is just in there, just like being like, um, there's these weird things that are doing this weird stuff that's totally not me because that's what I would do if I broke my mother's vase. I'd be like, Mom, there's was this this snake that came into the house and it just broke your favorite unicorn ornament. Oh no. I, yeah, I think he's the heir of Slytherin. I think that he's the heir of Slytherin. Plenty, the elder, yep. is the heir of Slytherin. Yep. Case solved. Uh, good, gu- good job, guys. I feel really good about all that. Yeah, I think. Except, I think for, we'll except for that. Good. Except for that. Except for that racist elf thing. I don't feel good about that. <laughs> all right. 
What? Dark elves no, are thank cool. You. Drow are, are rad. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, I guess we'll just keep reading along and see if our if our theories play out. Uh, so uh, until next time, we'll see see you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us for You're a Wizardary. Want to help out? Go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. Want to get in touch? Email us at potterpod at geeklyinc.com or follow us on Twitter at potterpod or geeklyinc. And individually, you can find me at thriftynerd. I'm Bajaya Shreshta, and you can find me on Twitter at ethnicninja. I am Sarah Tompkins, and you should hit me up at herladytompkins. Or you can follow us on Tumblr at PotterPod. Our podcast art is created by Jesse Carlton. You can find more of his work at J! on Instagram. And our music is created by Sean Fagan. Find more of his music at soundcloud.com slash sleepyfish.